morning. Welcome to Reflections. I am back with uh, this episode. We are continuing with our season four of Reflections by the Rookie Life Coach. The name is Avuile Mutamadiko. I am your host and it's good to be back. And I hope you guys are having a great start with this new year. I can't believe it's almost uh, it's February already. Uh, time is going fast. And we are seeing, you know, that really if you have plans, you need to start initiating. If you've got goals that you want to at least by the end of the year, you have achieved them. You need to start working on that now. I think it's always typical uh, of it's like it's almost like human nature. When a new year begins, you feel the 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 edge to want to start something new or to improve or to add a new hobby in your life you know, or to, to outgrow some bad habits. You always have that feeling, okay, I need to do, I need to plan. People are making vision boards for the year. People are doing prayers. They are dedicating time to pray, to set the tone for the new year. It's really exciting to see. I also looked at social media and I see that, you know, it's so nice to see how people are hopeful. It made me realize that if we plan to to do something, if we if we we write down, we journal everything, uh, put on vision boards. It means we, we as humans, as humanity in general, we have hope. It made me feel so proud that you know what people's attitudes in in the fact that I need to plan, I need to achieve a goal. They don't know how tomorrow is going to be, but they have hope. I'm motivated by that. Uh, I haven't made a lot of plans myself, but uh, I do want to continue with it, with this podcast. I do want to grow. I want to rebrand everything, you know, and be intentional about making this podcast a success. And I want to say thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to what I have to say. I am blessed to have you as as my my supporters. And the new year has been very, very, very hectic at the beginning because... There's lots of things that um, I had to do, you know, uh, it's, it's the responsibilities. Nothing bad happened, just that it's the responsibilities that, you know, needed uh, my attention and it took up a lot of my time. Uh, but now I'm trying to, you know, get back to the routine, you know, and to spruce up my minimalism plans because I want to continue to declutter things that don't serve me, things that are not um, are taking up a lot of space in my life, but um, 
are not adding any value. So that's that's the part of the plans that I have and hoping that God will help me with that. Uh, I wanted to come back here and just to give a little bit of update. Um, my book is still continuing to sell. You know, I want to thank everyone who has taken the time and their money. They spent money to buy that book. I hope it changes your life and or I hope it like you gives you insight on, you know, certain things that happen uh, in the Christian community. Today, I don't have like a set topic, but I just want to share something that has been on my heart uh, these days. You, as you grow, you learn of human behavior and you become empathetic sometimes about how people behave. Some people behave in a very weird manner. Some people behave badly. Some people sort of like seem like they they seeking attention. And as you guys know, uh, if you have been following this podcast for a long time, you might know that um, in 2017, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. And I just want to, as a disclaimer, I, I don't want people to see this as a as a venting episode but I, I want to shed some light in in how sometimes things are taken out of you know context to be to be honest I don't know how to explain the 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 whole thing but as you know that I've been uh, I was diagnosed with, with this and Ever since then, there's been a lot of improvement in my health. And the Lord has really been gracious to me and, you know, has helped me so much. And in, 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 in terms of managing the, the whole process with medication and with others, with, with, with the support, in fact, from my husband and from my family. So now, um, you, you know, in, in, in our community, we tend to, because we are used to being part of a community and probably the people that we relate in, in, in our churches, they, they become family, they become, you know, part of you and you let your guard down because you, you believe that it is a safe space to do that. When you are in church, you are part of a church, you are a member of a church or you are a member of a certain spiritual, you know, a grouping of Christians, you, you, you let your guard down, you become vulnerable to your people because these are your people. So I made that, I, I did that. I became vulnerable and I talked about the illness and what it does to the body. And I was clear in my stance that this is what the word of God says about healing and that is what I believe in. And 
right now this is what is happening with the body i i tried to explain it in a way that people that are part of my community will understand that as much as i feel like this in my body and this is what happens to my body but my stance is clear in that i believe that god is my healer and has healed me i was healed my healing happened a long time ago when jesus took the pain of the cross so i became clear about that i have never minced my words when it came to what my belief is with regards to health and wellness so this issue of being vulnerable and and talking and saying okay i'm not i'm not able to to do this and this and this because currently this is a situation that i find myself in you know in the christian community uh, serving is part of the life of a christian you serve in your community you serve uh, probably you sing or uh, others are, 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 are you know doing administrative work and and all that different things that we do as we serve because you know we there's lots of things that need to be done so i had uh, excused myself in most of the things in my community but now this thing uh, you know it sort of put me in a very difficult position because it continued like now every time when i say uh, no i can't do that i did explain that i can't do this um because I've got this limitation for now so I cannot help uh, with this and this and that. I don't want to give like uh, examples. But um I find that that is interpreted as if I do not believe that God has healed me or else that i have doubted that god has healed me or else i have accepted the status quo and this is what i want to be it it's so hard it was so hard i was emotional the the other day when i found that people feel like they need to continue um you know projecting this sickness a uh, you know issue on me like it, it, it sort of like became now a label to me that i'm this person who is uh, sick with something that people don't understand and uh, we need to beg god to do something because really this thing of me not working or not serving in the community it's really not right so my mind because my emotions were high my mind immediately thought okay this prayer that is being prayed now after i had said that when i prayed i believed that that moment my healing came because God has finished that work long time ago. 
the manifestation of it is not visible right now, but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So now I find myself uh, feeling like I am, you know, put in a position where I am stigmatized. That's how I felt because my emotions were high at the time. I felt so, you know, I don't know. I felt like, oh my God, this this is so bad because now it's like people are really seeing somebody who is so, so, so sick in, in a way that uh, their life is probably threatened. I am not in a position where I can stand up for myself and explain, especially when people are hyped up and they are praying there, you know, you know, praying against all the demons that are bringing the sickness and everything, you know, <laughs> things like that happen in our community. And unfortunately, when we talk about them, we are perceived as people who are you know, you know, uh, grudging or maybe we're not spiritually clear about things. Um, I found myself in that position where people were just decided to like, okay, we're going to pray for you. Believe that God has held and oh, it, it was not even about, I didn't even say, oh, this is what I feel right now. I didn't say anything. I didn't, I was continuing with life, uh, enjoying being uh, amongst uh, the brethren. And then all of a sudden, because I said, no, I'm not going to be able to attend this. But if uh, things change, I will let people know. I didn't mention anything about lupus and whatever or how I feel. But then somebody just like decided, okay, no. Uh, we need to again cry to God and beg God because, you know, work within the community cannot stop because uh, I am sick, you know. So when I applied my mind and I had calmed down on this, I had come down. It was an incident that was a very traumatic at the moment that it happened. And I even said, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to me. I felt humiliated. But anyway, that made me to apply my mind and think, what is it about us as human beings in general now, not talking about an incident. I'm just mentioning this incident so that you can have a, a background of why I applied my mind the way I applied it. Um, I looked at, at human beings and I said, you know, as human beings, we are people that are always... um, Our thing, uh, things that we do... Uh, most of the time are fear-based. We fear being, you know, terminally ill. We fear being um, 
you know, in a situation whereby our teenage daughter gets pregnant and we we fear that um our children will will fight you know at school we're always feeling like that so it it becomes a, a a you know something that happens in your mind almost like every day especially if you are a person that cannot calm down uh, quickly so i said Lord, I, I want to understand why do, do we do that? Because we have you, we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We are saved, uh, sanctified, and we are spiritual, you know. But why do we act the way we act? Why do we react to things the way we do? Why are, why are our decisions or our actions always fear-based? We project our fears on others. We, we become these people that, um, for a lack of a, a, a better word, mean. We become these mean girls, you know, mean people. We become mean to others. We project our fears in that way. We attack and attack and attack and attack even in spaces where there is no need for an attack. There is no need for fear. Uh, we can just be people who are understanding. Now, I was aware of the fact that in life we, we are in different stages. Other people are spiritually balanced they know when to tackle fear if fear crops into their mind they immediately you know shut it down so over the years i have been learning to do that especially um, finding myself living with this condition that i am not clear about so i have taught myself uh, through reading, through reading the word, and through, you know, researching about how to calm my mind so that I can be aware of my emotions and stuff. It doesn't mean that I don't black out at times and then snap when I feel like, you know what, I'm tired of this. So, I have learned to... Every time something happens that is, you know, raising some fears in me, I call in the presence of God and I said, Lord, make me aware of your presence because in your presence, your word says there's fullness of joy. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. I put those kind of words in my head so that my head can understand that. I cannot fear because the word says, do not fear. Do not be afraid. I will help you. I will, I will guide you to not be dismayed. That's what the word says. So I took the situation that I had just explained a few minutes ago and then I placed it and I said, okay, I was met with a situation where people, um, in my community were projecting their fears because they're like 
they don't understand what's happening with with me and then they're like oh my god now it's affecting the you know the work of the lord if you it's not the work of the lord but it's just like the things that need to be done because there's no a manpower to do this and this so there's this person but this person cannot do the things because uh, she says she's sick or she says she can't do this and sometimes you can explain to people but if their mind does not grasp what is happening um there's absolutely nothing you can do about it so i I said to myself, okay, you need to understand that people are projecting right now. They're projecting their fears because they're like, probably they think, oh, what if I get this unexplainable sickness? Oh my God. No, I don't want that to happen. Okay, no, let's pray. Or probably the person is going through something uh, even worse than what uh, I as Avila is going through and then they're like oh oh my god it means other people have problems also there's always that thing most where you 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 know that okay I've got problems and I've got issues at home and what not what not and then you see somebody else or somebody that you thought they they had things under control then you see that, okay, they're suffering. Oh my God. Let me just go, go and offer my prayer to them to make yourself feel better about your situation that we probably don't know about. Th those things happen because that's what human beings do. They, they survive that way. I calmed down after I had that kind of revelation and I said, okay, Lord, you need to help me not to again find myself responding emotionally. And thank God I didn't address anything with, with anyone in that situation that particular day. Because after I had calmed down and I realized, hey, you know, I almost made a mistake of telling people where to get off. Because I was angry, I was emotional, I was feeling stigmatized and I, I felt like I'm sick and tired of this. I've been explaining this long time, but now, you know, but I, I, I learned that understand what is happening. Don't immediately attach yourself to the attack. The attack is going to come, but do not accept the poison of the attack once you accept it then you going to you are going to do exactly what the other people are doing painting yourself with the same brush uh, for example if they say okay no let's say for example your your children are giving you a hard time and you go to your community because you feel safe church is supposed to be the safest place but we need to be honest it is not it is not, if it was ever like that, it was at the time of Jesus. But with us, really, it's, it's not. Especially these days, you have to be calculating and to be, what what does that verse say? It says you must be, you know, um, 
like the, I, I don't know, but it likes likens the 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 attitude of the snake or the action of the snake, and the meekness of the dove. You know, we have to be. People will will know that verse. You you have to survive like that. And if the Bible states a, a, a sentence like that, it means God knew that we would be dealing with issues like that. I I I I always say um if you join the Christian community, join it with a heart of knowing that here I, I I'm coming for Jesus. I'm not coming for the people because people are in different stages in their relationship with God. And most people do not understand that as a community, we are one. We are a bride. That's why sometimes the church is referred to as a bride. A bride is one person. It's one person that's attached to, to God. The bride of Christ is one person, is not separate. But a lot of people are separate. They, they see themselves as separate. That's why they are able to, to put a person there who's got problems. And they're like, oh my God, we need to pray for her shame. You know, oh, this and this has happened to her. Oh my God, let's pray for her, you know. Because we see ourselves as separate. If we saw ourselves as one unit, my problem as Avuile would not make you want to score points or spiritual points or that you are spiritual matured or blah, blah, blah. God is using you. You would not want to do that if you understood that Avuile and I are the same person. We are not separate. We are God's people. We are the same. We are one before God. We are equal. Whether she's got diabetes, whether that man has got one leg, whether that man um, is widowed, we are equal. The things that happens to our bodies, the things that happen, you know, to the life that we live here on earth, they do not define us, the real us. The us that is the image of God. They do not define us. It's going to take a, a person who is so spiritually inclined with how God operates to understand that. I'm yet to, to find a place like that a place of gathering that is like that where the only reason for gathering is to worship God and we live. We, we always say that, oh my God, I wish I can just be at a place where I can just go and be immense in God's presence and then say amen and get to my car and get home. We don't have those places. I don't know in other countries, probably there is places like that in other areas. But here in South Africa, um, I'm yet to find a place like that, especially when it is to when people are involved. 
There's always conflict. There's always favorites. Oh no, this one is favored by the pastor. Oh no, this pastor is not nice. That one is nice. We compare, we compare, we do all these things. We do not outgrow those kind of behaviors. They become part of the community. And as a result, they hurt a lot of people. People who probably wanted to be part of what we are doing. But when they see the true colors of who we are, the things that we project to each other, the things that we project to them, people who are new in our community, it becomes a a very, very tricky situation. If we go to our prayer closets and we pray and we ask God, please guide us, Lord. Let us be aware of you in our lives. Let us, let us not do things by our carnal minds. Let us use the mind of Christ that is built in us because we've got the mind of Christ, but we have not awakened it because we want to be going with the ego and doing things so that we can be seen as important, so that we can be seen as, you know, people who are wise. Uh, we are not wise if we are hurting people in 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 the journey we are not wise if we are not seeing people who are hurt sometimes people come to our community they are hurt by things that are happening outside things that are happening in their homes but we are busy trying to showcase how wise we are or how good we are how eloquent we are so i learned a lot from my time in understanding because of an incident that happened, it was not the first incident. Lot of in, lots of incidents happen, especially when it comes to me dealing with uh, lupus and everything. But this, this this particular one, it was like, oh my God, you know what? I need to shut this down. But God helped me not to do that. So I just wanted to share that, uh, guys, and I want to, you know, motivate Christians who are dealing with chronic illnesses. I want to motivate you guys because it's not easy. It's not easy, especially when you are a Christian and you are trying to enjoy your life. Um, but you feel the stigma. You feel the the the, the eyes looking at you, sad, uh, feeling sorry for you. When you are enjoying your life, sometimes you just wake up, you enjoy your life so much, and then you go to your community of Christians and you sit there, and then people feel sorry for you. I want to motivate you to separate those issues from the real person that is you the 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 like the person that is like christ separate those incidents and take my advice i don't know if it's an advice or what my my you know the thing that i was saying about projection it just know that okay the, the person is projecting is projecting is projecting their fears or the person is projecting the 
trying to run away from their own problems and then they're trying to magnify, magnify my problem, making it seem like they're in a better position. They're not trying to deal with their issues. They're projecting. Keep keep uh, yourself close to this thought that the presence of God in your life is alive. Awaken the mind of Christ as much as you can. I, I'm, I don't want to be naive to say that we're going to be these perfect angels that are just doing things perfectly. No, we are on earth. That is the truth. And we are going to be hurt by people. We are going to be hurt in, 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 in areas or not areas per se, but in communities. Let me say that you're going to be hurt in communities where you thought that you would never be hurt. People experience church hurt. Sometimes people are stigmatized by how they dress. And if they dress a certain way, they are, they are, they are, you know, they are persecuted. Some, sometimes without even someone making a comment, but just the eyes, the body language of people, when you get in and you are a person who dresses this, this way and that way, they, they make you feel like you are less of a Christian. Um, probably you can be, you know, judged harshly. So you're not given a chance to to, to showcase or not to showcase. Um, I'm struggling with words today. You're not given a chance to, to show people what God has placed in your heart. What gift has God given you to serve the church with? You, you are suppressed in a very, very hard way until you feel like, oh my God, this is not worth it. Some people have decided to backslide, to just leave and decide maybe this Christianity thing is not my thing because how I'm being treated, how I'm being, you know, alienated here, it's really not worth it. And then they give up. Other people feel depressed by um, the communities that they're part of. Uh, I know if somebody who's not part of the Christian community who listens to this, they are probably going to say, why don't you just leave? Because in the world, in, in, in outside of Christianity, outside of, of church, people in the world, they really know when to move on. They know. But with us, you have to think, they know how, okay, if this space is not working for me, I leave. I haven't got time to to deal with people who are mean. I don't have time to deal with people with bad energies. They just like cut them off and then continue living life, enjoying life. Someone said to me that, you know what, probably what is a problem is that we our life as christians is based on being a member of a certain denomination probably that's where we make a mistake our life should be 
about Jesus dying on the cross, waking up, rising from the dead, and conquering death and giving us life, eternal life. It should be about that. But how we grew up and how we were raised and the, the information that was fed to us it dictates that being a member or being part of a community is more important. As a result, we neglect the most important thing, having a relationship with God, the relationship that is going to be our ticket to heaven, to be in the kingdom of God, to enter the eternal kingdom of God. Uh, I just want to, to, to end this here. And um, this is just to say, hello, everyone. I'm back and I will continue to do the podcast and try to finish the season. And I will, in the next episode, try to bring back my friend, uh, Johnny Isaac, to come and we talk about these issues and hopefully we are helping someone. We are giving somebody hope. And I hope this podcast is going to shed some light from maybe you're going through the same thing that I'm going through. You know. And I will talk about the the illness because it is happening for now. And the manifestation of my healing is yet to come. And I know it's coming. So right now, this is where I am. And I just wanted to share that because I feel like this is a safe space for me to to share that. And probably you are going to feel like, oh my God, um, this is exactly what's happening to me. I want to encourage you. And I hope this po- podcast has helped you. So guys, until next time, I'm going to end it today. And until next time, God bless you. Have a great week and the weekend ahead. And I just hope you guys are loved. You are safe. You know, you, you know, God is blessing you in any way. There's, there's many ways that God blesses us. So I just pray that he can highlight that for you and show you that you are blessed because you have this. Even if you are going through difficult times. I just pray that God will just shed some light for you and show you something that is so precious before you and you can acknowledge that you are blessed. 